David, I was looking through your little schedule again, rearranging everything, making sure it's really nice, checking that list, making it twice, as you do. And I just kind of like had this epiphany. What do you do for, how you say, fun? I hunt cryptids. No, but that's your job. What do you do for fun? Well, I mean, you know, obviously I hunt them. I make traps for them, repair traps for them, online shop for equipment to hunt for them, you know, that sort of thing. Okay, but like, I think you're missing the point of what I'm asking you. What do you do when you're not doing your work? So let's say cryptid hunting is your job, yes? Yes. So when you go on a vacation or when you have a weekend, what do you do? What fills your heart with joy? Well... I usually go and find the townspeople that are looking for help that need like a cryptid to be hunted and I see what I can do about that. See if there's any local investigators, if I get a lead on anything. But what did you do when you were younger? Like before you were Mr. David Cryptid Hunter, when you were young boy David blank? Cryptid hunting's all I know. I can't remember a time when I wasn't hunting something. But don't you think you should find something that brings you joy besides the cryptid hunting? What else is there? There's like, oh my God, David, there's so much you can do. You could join me on runs. You could join me on walks. You could join me on swims. We could craft together. We could make macrame. There's there's literally so many hobbies that can really just speak to your soul. And then we could start selling our hobbies on Etsy and we could make some extra profit for the company and we wouldn't have to keep selling your old equipment. I do need to pay rent this month. Exactly, David. I just think part of the healing process, and I'm not your therapist, but I do speak to her via text weekly, and we do talk about your sessions. Um, She says it's okay because I'm your assistant, and I don't go anywhere except the bunker. But we do need to figure out what you want to do for fun. And I know it might be like counterintuitive, but maybe... You know, we're meeting all these little cryptid creatures. Maybe some of them have hobbies that you could get along with and maybe meet a new friend through kind of the cryptids now that you're maybe friends with some of them. Do you think cryptids would hunt other cryptids? I think you're missing the point, but we can totally circle back to this later. Um, Speaking of like fun times and good conversations, I was emailing one of the cryptids this week who's coming in. Such a chill guy. Just beer brats, brewskis, beer, brewskis, and like the email smelled like beer, which is kind of weird, but I just went with it. But he says he's from uh, Wisconsin, uh, the the Hodag. Why Wisconsin? They're It's cold up there. They're so nice. Like, why are they just so nice all the time? I love nice people, Dave, and I think you should really reflect on the fact that You don't like nice people. He's going to be here any minute, David. And I really want you to think this time about how you want your relationship with these cryptids to be perceived and why you feel so hostile towards the state of Wisconsin. Fine, but he better not be too nice. Oh, there he is. Hey there, everybody. How's it going? Hey there. I'm Caroline. I'm the one who was emailing you earlier. Nice. Nice to meet you, Caroline. Thanks for inviting me. And what did you say your name was again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call me Daggy. Daggy? Daggy? I'm sure you know David. Oh, yeah, I do know David. We have an interesting history between us. That seems to be a theme with David and a lot of these um, little critters that we're following around. David, do you have anything to say to Daggy? 
I thought we caught you. <sighs> yes, yes, the whole the whole thing from, you know, the 1893 and 1896. I know you thought you caught Jerry, who wasn't me. He was the god the de- hodag next door. Uh, you thought you caught him, but really, we all just kind of did all switcheroo when you try when you thought you caught him. You, he was really just a play hodag. There's more than one of you. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole family of us up 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 in the, the Northwoods area. You know, we got Jerry. Uh, we got Linda, Sharon. Uh, Jerome is up there, too. Uh, My family goes back 12 generations. Wow, that must be a lot of fun to be around so many other... um, What's the plural for hodag? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, We say hodags. Hodags. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of hodags, and you're up in kind of what area of Wisconsin? Like, it's a pretty big state. Like, a lot of people don't realize American states are actually ginormous. um, And I think Wisconsin is definitely in the group of gimungo states. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say we are a, uh, to quote you, Jaimungo State. Uh, we are in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. Ooh. Near the UP where the Upers live. Mm-hmm. Uh, close to Minnesota, but we really don't like Minnesota at all. Long, long time beef. Um, but we're in Rhinelander primarily. Ooh, that sounds like very nice and kind of like Germany. Very, very German. Apparently, from what I heard from some of the people that I overheard one time because of my big ears, mm-hmm. they originated from Germany, actually, from the Rhineland. It's fun to see how Americans have immigrated to different places throughout the years and how creatures have kind of accepted and embraced the American immigration process a little bit and how we should remember that all Americans at the end of the day are immigrants and that we all belong in this country because it's a melting pot and stop trying to get people to melt, you know? Have you been watching the History Channel again? Yeah, I can't find the remote. Well, yeah, that's because I hit it because I didn't want another power outage. Yeah, well, we haven't had another power outage and I'm uber up on history, so you're welcome for both of those. I'm doing my job and I'm here to help. And um, we're being rude now. We're not talking to our guests. So, Daggy, how long have you lived in the Rhinelander area of Wisconsin? And kind of how long have people known about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, my family goes back generations. Since even before, you know, Wisconsin was colonized by Mm -hmm. all the French people. And then the German people came. And then they started hunting the beavers, which was a huge issue for us hodags. Because we have the long foretold... uh, beaver hodag alliance uh, so you know we've been here for hundreds and hundreds of years just you know fishing eating cheese uh enjoying the occasional bratwurst uh which is a fine uh creation by the humans who've come here so do you prefer and you can be totally honest this is a safe space uh the french settlers or the german settlers Mm, don't like the french first Mm-mm. and foremost they're way too uppity we here in the Northwoods are not an uppity people. We like our good meats. We like our cheeses. We like to watch the occasional football game. Uh, don't like their whole boot, croissants, me thing. No, no, no. We like to hunt and we like to just go outside, hang out the cabins and just hang out. I think that's something we can all agree on that the French are not everyone's cup of tea or should i say cup of croissant 
Do you agree, David? Not everybody's cup of cafe. Cafe au lait. That was a little bit Spanish. When you're talking French, it's cafe au lait. When you're talking Spanish, it's cafe au lait. You know? I took a year of Spanish, David. I think I should know. I'm just going to agree with you because it's much easier at this point. I'm glad we're all learning here. So here we are. You're in Wisconsin. You love the German settlers, the French you could do without. And I don't mean to rehash details, but you and Dave were kind of going back and forth about some kind of like hoax. And I'm like, baby girl, oops, don't know what you're talking about here. And I would just love to get a little bit more kind of understanding of what kind of hoax you're talking about. Is this like an internet hoax or is this like a little like scandal? Yes, yes. So David here decided he was going to hunt down the Hodags. And, you know, we are a peaceful, sovereign nation. We just want to hang out, enjoy good fish fry once in a while, and hang out the Northwoods. Uh, unfortunately, David decided to find this guy, Eugene Shepard, back in the 1890s, and hunt down my buddy Jerry. He caught, he, he got photos and he, he thought he slayed Jerry. It was not the case. All the hodags, and we, we also got some of the cheeseheads too, some of the Wisconsinites, as we call them. Uh, we all banded together and we, we rescued Jerry, but left a decoy. Then in 1896, this doofus thought he was going to try it again. And you know what? This time he thought he caught a hodag, but once again, it was just a decoy. Real ding dong. Not too bright here. We don't accept him in the state of Wisconsin. And what did you use for the decoy? Yes, yes, yes. So we, we found uh, uh, some hodag shed skin, and we found some wood and some leaves, and we left it outside. And he thought that he could bring this decoy that was a, you know, just basically a stuffed animal and bring it to the local Oneida County Fair where he thought he was going to wow over the people that already love and respect and worship their hodag neighbors. So that must have been really scary for Jerry. Mm. Jerry, oh my goodness gracious, traumatized for years because of it. He cannot look at a cheese curd the same way. Now Jerry lives in fear. You know, he sees no humans. And we just got to try to slowly reintroduce him to the human world because of that. Wow, it sounds like, once again, the interference of humans has kind of hurt you guys a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that must be hard because, respectfully, you were there first, I assume, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were there first, you know, and we were... We let them hang out in our land. They could hike our trails. They could go hunting, get the turdy point buck every November, as we as we do in Wisconsin. And you know what? Then you know these these just you know real crackerjacks just decide to try to hunt us down and hurt us, and we aren't doing anything. We bring joy to children for the most part. First off, I just want to make this clear: Eugene was the worst hire of all time. Thank you, David. He said he can get his friends together, you know, and they'd, they'd hunt down the hodag for me. Because I, I, I was there vacationing, made a mistake. I thought it was somewhere else. You know, Wisconsin sounds, like, exotic. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be this beachy area. Turns out I could not be more wrong. Mm-mm. Nary a beach in sight, I would gather. You might be right, because I was not there long. So I met Eugene shortly after getting there. He said he'd get this group together, and it was like, cool. You know what? Here's some money. You do you. 
I'll take all the credit, and you hunt, hunt this hodag down, and I'll be hailed a hero here. And, you know, when it warms up, I can come back and maybe find a beast that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happened for you. Well, so Eugene, is he's kind of guy that needs instructions. Mm-hmm. And not just steps. Like, step by step, I need to tell him what to do. They brought dynamite. How do you hunt a cryptid with dynamite? I assume very vaguely. If you blow up a cryptid, there's not much left, so you can't prove that you caught him. Mm-hmm. That does seem to be a problem, especially in your line of work where it's kind of like a capture and show type of deal. Exactly. And he said, you know, the group he was going to get together was going to be some locals so they'd know the land, they know where to look. They weren't even from Wisconsin. <gasps> where were they from? They're from Minnesota, so I thought... Freaking Minnesotans, always trying to take over our land. Those darn Swedes in Minnesota, they just come in and, you know, they they start singing and, you know, logging and everything. And these these ding-dongs were just real, real hose heads. Like, I can't believe you would allow them in here. I can't believe you would hire them. Even, you know, the only thing that would be worse are people from Illinois. Don't even get me started. I don't care about Chicago or the Bears. And you know what? You should have chose better choices. You're right. I should I should have picked some locals, but you know, when I was up there I did try to talk to some of the locals, but they were too nice. They said like he's a creature. He lives here. He's friends. I would try to argue, no, he's not. He's got spiky tail. He's got huge horns. He's scary. Why do you want your kids growing up around this? And that's when I met Eugene shortly after, because one of the few locals that said he would try to hunt him down. Turns out he's not even from Rhinelander. So it sounds like you were grifted a little bit. I feel swindled. Swindled by a cheat, by a charlatan. So Eugene, oops, charlatan, we didn't mean that. He kind of perpetrated this whole hodag hoax, right? The hoax dag, if you will. And that kind of probably interrupted the daily lives of you and your fellow hodags for a few years, it sounds like. And like... How, how did you kind of get back to normal after that? And like, what is normal for a hodag in Wisconsin? You know, that's a great question. And, you know, I think people who judge others based on their appearance could learn a lesson here. Mm-hmm. I agree, uh, David. And, you know, it was very, again, very traumatic for Jerry. He does have a wife and two children, too. Aww. You know, he, he, his kids attend the Rhinelander hodag high. Very cute, very adorable. They love to just go snowshoeing, sledding, go canoeing once in a while, too. And, you know, after that, family life just wasn't the same. And the same thing happened to me, too. You know, all my cousins, we couldn't have our usual bratwurst fest, you know. And we had to rebuild relations with the humans. You know, they first, you know, after this whole Eugene drama these you know morons from minnesota they gotta go stay over in duluth where they belong uh they brought over you know these scientists from the national smithsonian museum out in freaking dc dc i tell ya do you think they know what the rhineland is like do you think they even know who the packers are i bet they didn't even come with snowshoes they did not oh they were struggling i was very funny i will say in hindsight trying to watch them navigate Wisconsin winters and not understanding that you can't just go 45 miles per hour down the backwoods, snow-covered gravel road. You can't do it. Those highfalutin swamp city folk just had no idea what what was happening. And Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. Yep, those elitists in their their ivory tower, I tell you. 
But that said, you know, we slowly started rebuilding relations with the humans, but only the ones in Rhinelander are the true cheese heads. So, you know, we sometimes attend the, the music festival that they created in Rhinelander because of it. The Hodeg, the Hodeg Country Music Festival, which is pretty, pretty big deal. You know, I've heard uh, uh, my ears can sometimes pick up radio signals. So I listen, obviously, to the Brewer game, mm -hmm. but sometimes they also promote this music festival. So Wisconsinites from all over the states, that's Man Madison, Manitoba, Elkanamawak, Eau Claire, Milwaukee, you name it. They show up and they come and celebrate. And sometimes us little hodags, we like to say hello here and there and enjoy a corn dog. Please tell me all of those names sounded exotic to you also. I think the one thing that I'm kind of like gleaning out of this conversation using my super lady perception skills is for the most part, especially with the German settlers and their descendants, it sounds like no one really has an issue with Hodag. Like, it sounds like people, dare I say, love Hodag. So, David, who asked you to hunt Hodag in the first place? Because I know how your job works because I've worked for you for months now. And you usually get someone sending you a letter that's like, OMG, there's a creepy little snake man who lives in the basement. Can you come get him? And I've been through the dossier. I didn't see any letters asking you to come get Hodag. I didn't see anything like that. And it kind of just sounds like you wandered in. And like, why? Well, nobody actually asked right out. I mean, you know, like I said, I went there expecting beaches, got snow. It was very cold. And with how nice they were being, I thought they were hiding something. Like, you know, blink twice if you're in trouble kind of thing. Like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Sorry, Minnesota. Yeah, something like that. And so I took it upon myself to try to find out what this secret could be. And it turns out, like I said, there was a cryptid there, Daggy, and apparently his family and neighbors. So I took it upon myself to try to help out. But no one asked? No. And you maybe made the problem worse by hiring Eugene to help you hunt the cryptid that no one wanted hunted. I'm going to blame Eugene on that one. And yet, the worst employee is only as bad as the boss who hired him. Did you not say that to me once when you were depressed? I say a lot of things when I'm depressed. So, I guess, like, Daggy, what do you think of, like, David? Like, David's intrusion has really just gotten in the way of the Hodag lifestyle, it sounds like. And I just kind of, we're here today to kind of figure out how we can help everyone. So why did you come? Why did you want to talk to David? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a really great question. You're a wonderful host, let me Thank tell you. Thank you. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, just letting bygones be bygones, and we are a very friendly community up in the Northwoods, which, you know, if you ever want to, once we get over this hill, you're always welcome up, and we can give you a pint and something. You know, you can watch the Packer game with us, too, so... Uh, or go to the church picnic. Very delightful. That said, you know, we wanted to have, let bygones be bygones and just, you know, work things out and bring some understanding so people can understand and maybe come visit Rhinelander and, you know, help support the local communities because we just love supporting, you know, our human, our human friends out there in the world. And, you know, I think, David, 
we could bring you around, you know, to understanding our, our ways, our culture, and that will just bring general awareness. So no one will ever have another D dynamite incident again and hurt Jerry or, you know, even Carol this time, you know, be a terrible time. I, I just don't understand why the Rhinelanders didn't want my help. Do they know what I am and what I do? You know, sometimes not everyone needs your help. You know, we are just doing just fine up there in Rhinelander, I would say. Everyone loves the whole egg. It's, the, you know, the mascot for the city, brings a lot of tourists in. We have the whole festival, and it's the mascot for high school. So children, you know, love the whole egg. And even when John F. Kennedy came to visit here, you know, people, the Rhinelander people gave him a little hodag pin to remember us by. So I think, you know, it's, it's just a good remembrance that not everyone needs to be saved. And we're doing, you know, we're just flying by, just enjoying life. Maybe the hodag is kind of the bounty hunter protector of the Rhinelander area where they're protecting and they don't need your protection, David. Well, the bounty hunter's oath says, you know, to go above and beyond your duty. So that's what I was trying to do. You know, I went to a place and saw that they needed help or thought that they needed help. And so I went, I tried to go above and beyond. But thinking back now, maybe going above and beyond my duty would have been asking if they needed help. Instead of throwing dynamite at the problem. That wasn't me. But if I learned anything, especially from Jesse Mortadella Leeds, to be very clear in your communication... And I'm sorry I took it the wrong way and didn't ask if they needed help and assumed they had Wisconsin syndrome. I'm sorry, Daggy. Well, I appreciate it. And I shall say on behalf of all Hodags, we forgive you. And you know what? If you ever want to come up and have a good fish fry on Fridays, you're always welcome at our place. I think this is the first apology that we've gotten from David for his past cryptid hunting. This is a huge moment, David. How do you feel? I feel weird. And sometimes weird is the best feeling we can expect to feel on any given day. I feel weird constantly. And I just know that the weirdness lets me know that I'm alive. And that's kind of beautiful when you think about it. So, Daggy, I mean, I'm so happy that we've had kind of a real revelation and kind of learned a little bit about you. And I just kind of want to, I'm having so much fun talking to you. I just kind of want to know what's in the future for you and the other hodags. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, us hodags, we haven't really left the Northwoods in since probably 1863. Uh, we are hoping to do a lovely summer family vacation down in Door County uh, you know, we're going to do some kayaking and some boating and, you know, just have an all around great family time. And we might actually go to the Wisconsin Dells, too, which is America's water park destination. David, you love water parks. So there is water in Wisconsin. We have actually even more lakes than the state of lakes, Minnesota. We have more than 10,000 lakes. So don't even let the Minnesotans tell you they're the waterland Wisconsin is. That's a lot of beaches. That's a lot of beaches that you can visit in the summers. Maybe visiting your new friends up in Wisconsin. Only in the summer. Still don't like the cold. No, no one likes the cold. Why do you think we drink all the time? Makes sense. So I guess just I like to get to know all these little cryptids that we talk to. And I know kind of 
your general vibe, and I'm going to like pitch it to you a little bit. You love beer. You love your family. Wisconsin is home. Minnesota can go kick it. Um, but you have these beautiful claws. You have these beautiful talons. You've got this sick spike back. Really fun for kids to ride on, I'm sure. And you're kind of like a cute little size, like a medium-sized dog. You fit perfectly in our building. Trust me, some of the other guys have broken the doorway, so I really appreciate you. But is there anything about you that you really want to get out there to the people that you want kind of people to understand better about you, maybe that they have misunderstood in the past? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, despite the, you know, our fierce teeth and our claws and, you know, the spikes on the back, it's really a big misnomer that hodags attack people. For whatever reason, that was the thought for a while. And we do, can sometimes look a little bit scary, uh, but that's only because, you know, we just really like Halloween. We're really into that kind of holiday. In reality, we're all pescatarians and, you know, we just enjoy our walleye, our cod, you know, all the great fish that can be found up in Lake Superior. Um, we really are simple creatures. We just like to hang out and, you know, we really don't mean to harm anyone. And we also just love our packers too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, David's um, dietitian told him that he needs to stop eating as much red meat and needs to eat a little bit more fish. So... Maybe you guys can swap some fish fry recipes. Oh, I, that would be a delight. Honestly, if you want any fish fry recipes, go up, come up and talk to me because I would give you the whole list. We have six generations of six fry, of fish fry in the family. So you are always welcome to talk to us. Yeah, Big Steak hasn't really been answering my calls, so it's getting kind of expensive. Yeah, we can't keep buying all this steak. We can't keep eating it in the quantities we are. No, no. So maybe... Fish Fridays? Oh, yes. Let's do the Fish Friday. Absolutely. I'll get the tater tots too, so you can have those as well. Everyone loves a good, you know, potato and fish meal. Well, Daggy, it has been so lovely talking to you. I cannot wait for our next Fish Friday. Um, anything else you want to say before you have to go? Absolutely. So this is for all my friends and family who will be listening. Uh, P-A-C-K. Go Pack Go! And thank you again for inviting me. And I'm so glad we were able to patch things up, David. You know, maybe this weird feeling is friendship. And I'm just excited for this fish fry. It sounds really good. Well, that is a hoot and a holler. Let me go get ready for it. And I'll just come back in a few days. Thank you so much, Daggy. Um, if I could get some fish that is fresh caught, that would be so nice. Um, David doesn't care as much, but for me, it's really important. Oh, it would be more than my pleasure, Caroline. You're always welcome. The family loves you already. Oh, I'm so happy. All right, Daggy, it was so nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Well, David, maybe fish fries and friendship can be your new hobbies. How do you make a hobby out of friendship? If I've learned anything from the History Channel, David, which I've watched for 17 hours straight this past week, it's that friendship is the only consistent thing throughout history besides war. You really need to stop watching that channel. I would really love to. And in the vein of friendship, here's the remote. <sighs> this is so great because the new season of Kardashians is starting tonight. So buckle up, David. We've got a show to watch. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please tell your friends. Therapeuticus Folklore is produced by Caroline Schaefer and Davide Sonier. Voice talent by Katie Haywood.